When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line by the Caleb Martin of podcasting. It's Anthony Chang, our Heat Heat writer here at the Herald. Anthony, what's going on? Uh, in Denver, who's straight here from Boston, and to your Caleb Martin comment, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know before anybody that Caleb Martin is the next LeBron James. Yeah, I, really, I called exactly. it. I you basically did. called you it. You did. Honestly, you did. You were ahead of the times. Um, you, you should no you did, you did go straight to Denver, but you had to connect through Miami as if it didn't yeah. taunt you enough, um, yeah. to, to go right back on the road. I got um, my Cuban coffee fix for a week. So that, there was, you that go. was the benefit of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're in Denver. I'm still in Miami. I'll be flying to Vegas on Friday morning. We'll be, we'll be very close to each other up in the mountains over there. Um, but yeah, NBA finals will tip off on third. Thursday night, uh, this yeah. will go up Thursday morning. So, um, the heater in the finals, it's kind of crazy. Uh, we haven't talked a lot. This, yeah. uh, you know, it's been like a, a grab bag of who's been on this podcast. I've been with Barry. Sometimes you've been with Barry. Sometimes, uh, we've been on together. I think the last time was after game one of the Boston series. Yeah. Um, Sounds right. The heater in the finals, uh, which is unbelievable. Um, I feel like the highlight of this run is when Barry and I did an off-season preview after game two of the Milwaukee series. Um, we're just going to rerun that in a couple of weeks. Uh, oh, God. But anyway, heat in the finals. Uh, I kind of have to just keep saying it to, to believe it. Second eight seed ever, although it's kind of fake because they're really the seventh seed. Um, but four wins away from an NBA championship. Uh, we will obviously dive into a preview of the finals. But first, I just want to make fun of the Celtics for a little bit. Um Miami, when, what was the last episode? When did you even bury record? After game five? Had it gone to 3-2, I think? I think it was before game five. It was after game four. It was 3-1 at the time. Yeah, that was okay. in Boston. Yeah. Um, so uh, at that point, uh, I, I listened, and you were like a little like, all right, if, if a team's ever going to come back from 3-0 I mean, down, it, would, it would be that team. Yeah, they almost it would did. Be that team. Yeah. They almost did. They got closer than anyone else ever did by getting it to a game seven at home. It was the first time ever a team yeah. got to a game seven at home after falling behind 3-0 every other instance they had to play game seven on the road um and then i don't want to say they quit because i don't i don't think that's accurate i think they quit in game three uh, <laughs> but the heat just kind of, bad. the heat kind of just stole their lunch money like yeah. they bullied them uh they folded i would say more than they quit um i don't i don't think they gave up until i mean they gave up in the third quarter or whatever but um yeah, the Heat just, as we've said over and over again during these playoffs, the one, I mean, the Heat have a, a couple advantages that we've seen come through in these playoffs. Jimmy Butler, right? Caleb Martin turning into like one of the 35 best players in the league uh, out of absolutely nowhere. 
Like I, I don't care. I know Heat fans be like, "Oh, we knew Caleb all along. He averaged nine points a game in the regular season." Yeah, right, like right. we we liked Caleb. We were very pro Caleb on this podcast. We were always like, "That's not the problem." He's he's been kind of an upgrade over PJ a little bit in the starting lineup. Um, but um, he shot sixty percent from the field. Against yeah, the I mean, and nine the, of nine on mid range shots in the season. But like, what I want to say, I want to say, the big advantage I think we saw in all three rounds of this playoffs, and it, and, it, and it might be. We'll talk about whether is it still an advantage and or it's still an advantage, but how big an advantage in in the finals is the the Spolstra effect. Yeah. It, it comes to comes around every playoff run, but this year I think more than ever. Um, I mean, he's got to maybe get two coaches fired <laughs> by beating them. Um, and uh, you know, it, we've we've said it over and over again. The Heat do the thing they do better than anyone else is find your weakness and exploit it and. We saw that in every round, and I think we saw that, um, you know, in in this Boston series too, in in Game Seven, where this Boston had no move. They have one move, right? It's, it's take a bunch of threes, and basically four times in this series, really five, because they didn't shoot well in Game Six either, and just got one of the craziest wins ever. Um, they had no moves off of that, and and the Heat had, you know, Jimmy was not great in the first half, or really the first. 18 minutes or whatever got going, I guess, around the, the end of the second quarter and was pretty good in the second half. Um, but they just can manufacture offense. They've got good, enough good shooters. Bam, I know, didn't shoot well, but was great as a facilitator, as great as a defender. Like, Spo covers up everything. He's got, the, you know, in some ways, the perfect personnel group. Um, but this was this run has been about Spo. I think it was about Spo again a little bit in uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I think Game 7 was a perfect example of that. They switched more than any other game in that series uh, in Game 7. It was more than they had, like, in any game, like, all year or something, right? Yeah. Wasn't it, like, they, something they, like that? Yeah. They basically switched everything, which is... Not what they basically, usually do. Yeah, not something they usually do, especially when Kevin Love and Cody Zeller are playing. Kevin Love and Cody did not play in Game 7. They right. played here with Highsmith instead, kind of leaning into that game plan. It really worked. The Celtics couldn't get downhill which is where they generate a lot of their threes. Um, and then along with the switching, the Heat played almost half the game in zone, which Boston could, could not solve the zone throughout the entire they just, like They just didn't know what to do whenever they saw, saw the zone. Yeah. Um, you look at the number, I think they scored like 0.55 points per possession against its zone in game seven, which is just insane. Um, so yeah, just the, the game plan was, was perfect. I mean, another thing is like along with Spo. This execution has just been so consistent and yeah. on point by the, by the players. It's just, it's unbel- It's a totally different team than the one we saw in the regular <laughs> season. Uh, they play to their strengths. Um, you know, they lean into that. They're shooting. They have the best three-point percentage in the NBA in the playoffs, even better than Denver. Yeah. Um, have a really good defense, a versatile defense that could kind of shape shift uh, to to make it work against any offense, which will be interesting to see against Denver's. You know, lead offense and and with Jokic, how they how they handle that. But yeah, it was just just an impressive, one of the most impressive wins in Heat history for a number of reasons, right? To go into Boston, on you know, they won the Boston Game Seven after losing three straight, including that Game Six heartbreaker. Um, all the momentum on Boston side. You and then it wasn't like they like stormed out of the gate, right? They like had three terrible, like no one could yeah. hit a shot. Yeah, hey, Boston started like 0-12 from three. Boston. Yeah, like, they, they well, couldn't hit a shot. Yeah. And the Heat struggled a little bit early too. But you you in that arena like people were ready. Like they it was like 
everyone just knew they, inter- they interviewed Pedro on the pregame show. Yeah, it was just like it was just like everyone just assumed that it was over. Yeah. Um and the Heat pretty much dominated the game from the start. And yes, Jason Tatum turned his ankle early on. He seemed to be limited by it um, the rest of the game. But look, Jimmy's been playing on a bad ankle for the last couple yeah. weeks. Bam is not 100%. So you obviously can't use that as an excuse. It was just a really gutsy, um, memorable win for this crazy, this team full of crazy people who like don't listen to any like what they're so counterculture. Like whatever's supposed to happen. You always count the opposite way because <laughs> that's just what they do. Yeah. Um, before we move on to the Nuggets game, uh, the Nuggets series, I should say, um, I want to say Jimmy, like kind of a, a weird Jimmy game, but like kind of a perfect Jimmy game, right? Like it's not the 40 point explosion, but uh, Caleb seemed to hit every big bucket, but like basically Jimmy went every bucket the, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the flip, the switch kind of flipped like, the heat could like it was basically just like once Jimmy showed up and started making a shot, the heat were gonna pull away in that game because all the role players, just as they did in game six, were, were really pulling their weight. Um they just needed one of the two stars to show up and Bam did his part on the defensive end all night long. And I think what did he lead the team in assists also, I think, in the game. Um Sounds right. he was very good as a facilitator. And then Jimmy just, you know, hit enough shots, hit some huge threes. Um it's kind of like that was like his most reliable shot for a little while there. Um, and even like some of his misses early on, it wasn't like he was just like leaving everything short. He had a couple of rim out. Like you kind of tell he was going to have it. And once he got it, um, the heat pulled away. Um, and the Celtics, who just play basically like five guys who got put together to pick up game and have never met each other before. Um, they just they don't they just don't have that like. They don't have that edge. I don't know. Like, it's all cliche stuff, but, like, the Heat, I think the way you put it, where this Heat team just, like, knows who they are, knows their identity, knows their, yeah. knows their personnel so well, and trusts everyone. At this point, like, they trust everyone, right? Like, anyone who takes a shot in any moment, like, you're not panicking when, like, you know, I don't want to, like, throw anyone under the bus, but, like, Victor Oladipo, there were stretches this year where that three-pointer was not going and just, like, yeah. And even Kyle Lowry this year, there were stretches where his shot was not going. And just every time they took a shot, it felt like a wasted possession. Um, the heat of like no wasted possessions. No. Like sometimes they turn it over or whatever, like they're trying to do too much, maybe. Um, but like any like, you know, every every NBA team is going to turn the ball over like 10 times a game. Um, or if you're Jalen Brown, any NBA player is going to turn the ball over 10 times a game. Um, but they just they know what you know, they just know what they're doing. Like it was. Obviously, some of those guys are playing better than they were in the regular season. The, the three-point shooting is huge. The Caleb three-point shooting may, is maybe unsustainable, but I don't know. I don't know. I, every time <laughs> he shoots, I assume it's going in. Um, but yeah, like they they just they get good shots. They get good shots in a way that like the Celtics should. They have good players, but they don't get good shots, right? Like yeah, their offense is basically Jason Tatum. I I. Barry likes that I've coined the term tall person three or tall man three. I don't remember exactly what I said, but he's just tall and he shoots threes. That's kind of all he shoots said. over somebody. Yeah. 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 Like that's the Celtics try to do that. The only guy who really gets open shots for them feels like is Marcus smart. And obviously that's partially by design. Yeah. Um, Derek, Derek white is, is Derek white's good. I like Derek good white. Um, but the heat just, they run an offense. They pass up yeah, just, mediocre shots for good shots. Like th- this is the heat team that, 
mean, it's not even the Heat team we saw last year, right? Because the Heat team we saw last year, I think we said this last time, like they were scoring like 92 points a game. Yeah, the, the offense was bad in the play. In the this play. is the Heat team we saw in the bubble, right? Where it's just like it felt yeah. like extra passes. I mean, Duncan is a huge part of what they're doing, which is a throwback to the bubble. Um, they're they're kind of the, like the best of both of those teams at this point because they're playing a lot of defensive personnel. Like, you know, obviously we'll see what happens with Tyler. We can maybe talk a little bit about that, although I think maybe that'll be more of a topic for next week. But, like, Spoh's got his defense. Like, we always joke that he likes to play the defense over offense. And it, is that always the right decision? Who knows? But um, it's clearly working right now. And they're getting enough offense because the shooters are hitting the shots. Yeah, I mean – in game seven, they only took 28 threes and they hit 14 of them. I mean, yeah. that's that's just – is that sustainable? Probably not, but they've been doing it all playoffs. But when you – and oh. when you only shoot 28, like, how many how many threes did the Celtics shoot? Like, 50? Like, yeah, probably. Like, 40, exactly. Right? Like, yeah. they're not and they being still choosy. Them they're not three. being choosy yeah. with their threes. Like, there's a re- – like, to shoot 45 threes, you have to take some bad threes. When you shoot 28 threes, it means most of those threes are probably pretty good threes. Just to put into context, like the Heat, bad three-point shooting team in the regular season. That's been well documented. We have covered that week after week after week. It was in the probably playoffs, the thing we talked about most. In the playoffs, they have become a historically great three-point shooting team. They are on pace to become just the fifth team in NBA history to shoot 39% or better on more than 33-point uh, attempts per game during a single playoff run. That is just considering Who else again, is on this, list, like Warriors and 2015-16 Warriors 2015-16 Cavs 2016-17 Cavs and randomly 2020-21 Jazz 16-17 Cavs are underrated right that's the thing that lost to Durant I think I think so and, and I, I, I must say this is for teams that had a playoff run that last at least 10 games not like if you got swept in the first right, round yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. Um, so a lot of qualifications there but still the point is like the Heat have been a historically great three-point shooting team in the playoffs. And that's, that, I mean, it's too simplistic to say that's the only reason they're for this incredible run. But that's a big part of it, right? That's it a is. huge part of it. And then, obviously, their defense has just been awesome as well. And Jimmy's been, at times in this playoffs, the best player in the NBA. Um, and so at other times in this playoffs, Caleb Martin has been the best player in the NBA. Other times in the playoffs, Caleb Martin has turned into LeBron James. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it really is incredible. Like, I think, I, I mean, no matter what happens in the finals, and I know probably our listeners don't want to hear this, whatever happens in the finals, this season has just been one of the top seasons in NBA, like in Heat history. It's definitely like, like the most out of nowhere, kind of like, the, the, probably the most out of nowhere season the, the in most. Heat history. Yeah. And arguably the most out of nowhere season in NBA history. Probably the most out of nowhere yeah, playoff too. run, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there have probably been teams that have. I mean, it's interesting because obviously at the beginning of the year we thought the Heat there was a pretty good chance they would be here. Israel Gutierrez, as he he put out on Twitter, yeah. picked this as his finals. Like it it was unlikely because any matchup is unlikely, but it wasn't impossible. Like the no. Heat were the one seed last year, and but by the as I mean obviously by the time we got to the play-in, like they got murdered by the Hawks in the play-in yeah. game, like. Uh, it did, this did not look likely. Gabe Vincent scored zero points in that play-in game. Like this team, trans to, like a totally different team. Um, I think the one thing you said, you mentioned the three-point shooting being a big reason for why they are where they are right now. Yes, that's a historic number, but I think um, just as accurate as saying like they're ter- their league worst three-point shooting, which was 
shocking itself was a big reason where, why they were where they were yeah. in the regular season. So like to make realistically, they're, they're somewhere in the middle. Um, as we've said, after the all-star break, they were way higher on the list in three point percentage, like top five or 10 in the league. I think I don't remember the number. They, now. Were, they were after the all-star break, they were like 15. They were like, in the middle. yeah, they're, they're like, I think it was like over the last month or month and a half, maybe last six yeah. weeks. They were like, top yeah, 10. they were really good down the stretch. Yeah. So um, like, again, like that number is historic. Inevitably, it'll probably come down in the finals a little bit just because. Or it'll go up. Or it'll Christmas. go up. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, they were a team that had a 38%, 37% three-point yeah. shooting run. Oh, like, that. that's not surprising. Yeah. That's what they did last year with pretty much the same personnel. And actually, now that Duncan Robinson's playing, yeah. better better shooting personnel. And now that kid Caleb Martin is, like, a sniper. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's before we pivot to the, the the Nuggets series, and obviously a lot of the stuff will overlap. But um, Caleb, you want to just talk about? I mean, this is um, kind of this is when we talk about like out of nowhere, yeah. Things that so this is, in NBA. He's the breakout star of the playoffs. I can't sure. ever remember a, a guy going from, and he was a starter. He was a good player, but as we said, like a nine point a game scorer. Like I can never remember a role player. And he's a role player. Like he's not even like a super role player. He's not like no, he's, he's like he's like your fourth, fifth starter, basically. Um yeah. turning into a guy who like I don't know, like he's gonna be an all star next year. <laughs> like he look kinda looks like him. I mean you know what it reminds me of? And they're different they have different games. I'm I'm, I'm reminding I'm comparing Caleb with so many different guys at this point. But <laughs> it reminds me of Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, kinda, a little bit, yeah. Like Scotty Pippen. Um, it, it reminds me a little bit of like Andre Vidala and those Warriors teams, you know, yeah, that's actually uh, just kind of that really like just does everything like I great he, defender. He, weirdly, like he somehow creates a shot better than Iguodala does. Yeah. Because, but yeah, just in terms of like, you trust him to shoot a three, right? You trust him to defend right. his ass off. You like make right play, make smart plays. Yeah. 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 He just, he just, that guy, like every championship team needs, right? Like mm-hmm. that third or fourth guy that every championship team needs that just going to fill in the gaps. Um, I mean, Caleb did more than that, just that in the Eastern right. Conference Finals, but he shot 60% from the field, 50% on threes, grabbed seven rebounds a game, two assists, like 19 points. He was, to me, I, I, it's hard because I think Jimmy, you can make a case yeah, for do Jimmy you have, too. Do you have a vote for the Larry Bird trophy? I did not have a vote. Okay. This time. And I'm kind of glad I did it because that was You tough. don't want us to make that choice? Yeah. But I think I would have voted Caleb because yeah, I think I would he have was the like just consistently making that such a positive impact. And there was, I mean, the thing is, the, the thing, the argument you make for Jimmy is Caleb got a lot of those shots because of Jimmy, right? Yeah. The attention they're giving Jimmy, sagging off of Caleb, and Caleb made them pay. Yeah. So that's the argument you make for Jimmy. But just the way, I mean, Caleb's numbers, um, his plus minus, his on off, it was just incredible. I mean, it's a, it's a Wait, series. Not many players have had 45 minutes in game seven. Like, this is yeah. a guy who, like, People all year long were like, they got to figure out a way to upgrade the four. <laughs> and now I mean, this guy is like. Next year, probably. I mean, oh, he has to be. He's like, like his, yeah. Is he going to be like on top 100 like lists when we get to the preseason? <laughs> like, and ESPN's putting out their top 100? Like, I don't know. It kind of looks like it. the Hornets feel right now? Very dumb. I mean, it didn't make sense when they did it. Like, I think we talked about it when they picked him up. Like, I mean, we didn't see this coming, but yeah. like, I don't know. He was pretty good for them. <laughs> Yeah, it just that has to feel that has to be a gut punch to watch Caleb Martin do this on on this yeah. stage after you just waved him like just waved him. Just cut him. 
Yeah, yeah. just literally cut him and cut his brother. I saw, that, brother's get, a good I saw that getting retweeted the other day, like, although yeah, we have waved Caleb Martin, so. Um, that's, a, that's a rough It's tough when you had to announce it like that, too. Like, that, that exists forever now. Yeah, it's, they should delete that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, uh, let's, let's dive into the finals preview. Um, I don't know. Where do you want to start? You were at Media Day today. Let's start. Let's just start the Media Day circus. What were the big what are going to be the storylines that everyone's talking about uh, in this finals? Obviously, Bam versus Jokic. That defense versus Jokic. Um, The altitude, the rest that Denver has. Denver's had nine days off before game one. I think the Heat would have liked to have gotten out to Denver a little bit earlier, right? Yeah, I would have. I would have liked a little break, too. Yeah, it would have been nice. But uh, they, they went the full seven. Um, obviously, and, and you know, went straight here from Boston. They've been here since two, early Tuesday morning, so they've had a couple of days to acclimate. Um, Eric Spolster said the altitude is not an issue; that they're willing to play this game on Mount Everest if they need to. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't doubt them at this point. Um, but yeah, I think the they'd main probably win. Yeah, they probably win exactly. Um, the the main thing is really like stopping Jokic. Like, how are they going to yeah. do that? Can the Heat even – like, Zona's been such a big part of their success in the playoffs. It's like being able to use it at timely – in timely moments. Um, Denver was a, the second best, I think, uh, team efficiency-wise against the zone. This well, year I got to say, what's a, how do you beat the zone? You get to the high post, whereas yeah, Nikola I mean, Jokic, like, is he the best high post player ever? They have the guy – yeah. I, I don't – I think that he will play zone when Jokic is on the court. Yeah. I think Which is, I mean, they, they played zone a lot against the Celtics, but that has been the, the recipe a little bit is do it when the stars are out. Yeah. Right? Because when the bench like, unit's in. Yeah. When, there's, yeah, when there's no one creator out there. Right. Um, and the impression I get as far as like this, this on this topic of how they defend Jokic, I, Bam has said multiple times, like, we got to limit his assists. So yeah. I think the Heat are going to try to play him one-on-one for the most part. With Bam. Because yeah. you have a guy like Bam who can do that. And yes, Bam has not had much luck stopping him in the past. Like, Jokic has had success against Bam. But you got to trust Bam to at least make it tough. You, so him. you think oh, – because that, that is the most interesting. Yeah. Like, I've been thinking about this for two weeks because I thought this was going to be the series for about two weeks. Um, is, you know, Bam, obviously, they like to have him be able to, like, switch and roam a little bit. Um, but you think the they got they got to start with him on Jokic. I think they start with him on Jokic, and I also uh, I was thinking about this today. You know, obviously the Jamal Murray Jokic pick and roll is such a big part of the Denver offense. I mean, it is the Denver offense for the most uh-huh. part. I wonder if you start Jimmy on on uh, Murray, and that yeah. way you could switch that. Because yeah, obviously you don't want Jimmy guarding Jokic, but like you you could kind of live with that if you can try to flatten that action. Yeah, out. Jimmy's definitely strong enough to deal with yeah. him. Yeah, he could poke. He's you know he's. Just quick hands, he could poke the ball, strip the ball away from Jokic, you know, while defending him mm-hmm. uh, sometimes. So I wonder if, I mean, the natural matchup would probably be um, Gabe on Jamal Murray, but that you can't switch that, right? When, if they do a no. pick and roll with Jokic. No. So I, I wonder if they start Jimmy, or maybe you could, 
Another another way you can go is start Caleb on Caleb on Martin. Yeah, it's, it's kind of depth depth. We, we've talked yeah. about it. Like, obviously, Jimmy is the guy they really like to play away from the ball. Yeah, exactly. Like, now yeah. allows Jimmy to play as a help defender. Maybe that's the way to go. Jimmy plays maybe Eric, especially guards, if Aaron gonna, Gordon. Especially yeah. if they're such a good passing team, you can jump those passing lanes with Jimmy. Yeah. Um, but that that'll yeah. be. I'm really interested to see how they start out. I know they're gonna try. They're gonna try a lot of different. Like yeah. we're gonna see Haywood Highsmith on him. Like they're they're gonna be. A, do a lot of different things against him. Um, but I'm, I'm really interested to see what the first instinct is. And it's interesting because in a, in an NBA playoff series, yeah, you have your matchup you start with, but uh, I, I wonder like, is that the move that they think is their best move? Right. Because you, you're safe. Mm-hmm. They're going to, everyone adjusts. Yeah. Once you save a move for game three or whatever. So like, I, I'm going to be really interested to see what they do to start, what Spoh's first instinct is and whether that first move is kind of like, the move. Like, cause you're not going to shut down Nikola. Yo- like, you're not going to just put Bam on him and it's no. for four games and you're going to win the finals. No, and that's uh, what Bam was. Saying. Bam was like, you know, if he scores 30 points, fine, but it's when he gets 12, 15 assists that's the yeah. issue. You know, so you want to cut off the those passes and, and make him play as a scorer. Which mm-hmm. again, it's not great if he scores 30 plus points, but it's like you said, you can't stop everything, right? So yeah. if you can limit his assists to like five and he scores 30, maybe you consider that a win, right? Because yeah. you're not getting other guys involved, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see what they do because look, like to your point about them about the series, you know, things evolving over the series. That second round series against the Knicks, I think Jimmy started on Brunson. Right. And then as yeah. the series went on, it was Gabe on Brunson for the most part, picking up full court and Jimmy playing on Barrett and allowing Jimmy to play as a roamer and as a help defender. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what's going to happen in Game One, but and then the Celtics series, like Caleb starting toward the end of the series, like things change over a long series. So doesn't mean that that's the strategy that he will use the entire way. But yeah, the first thing, like I, I'm very curious to see what the, what Spo's first instinct will be and how to really try to defend a historic yeah. good offense. Yeah, hey, yeah, and I mean the challenge there is, you know, when a team's best player is a guy like Jason Tatum or Jalen Brunson or um, Giannis is different. I guess more similar to Jokic, but like four different guys can guard those types of guys, right? Wings, guards, like you right. can play your one through four usually can hold up a little bit when the best player is a guy like Nikola Jokic, who's a huge center. Who's also super offensively skilled. Like, like you've said, Gabe can't play against him. Max Strews no. can't play against him. No. Can Caleb even play against him with how like thin he is? I, I don't know. Like you're, you're kind of down to those two guys. And obviously like how often does that five man lineup on the court? Like it's not ultimately that much. Like I said, I think Highsmith is a guy who's interesting to me because he's a good defender and very sturdy and stout, I would say. Love and uh, Zeller, do you think there's a role for them? I don't know. I mean, Love, like, again, good size, right? Like, strong, yeah. like, can can hold. I mean, Zeller, I guess, too, but, like. But the pick and roll with Jamal Murray is going right, to be tough. Right, but with the Jamal Murray is going to be tough. Um, yeah, you, you kind of run out of moves real quick. And then especially if we, we see Tyler Hero get back, there's just another rotation spot yeah. out of the mix, like. I mean, I'm sure we'll see Love at some point in this series, right? Like, he's too valuable of an offensive player and that right. kind of stuff. And Zeller um, has size that might be able – you might be able to throw at Jokic just for a couple minutes every now and yeah. then. Yeah, UD, throw him yeah. out there. A <laughs> couple fouls. A couple fouls. The other option that he has is if they don't want to switch that pick and roll and they want to keep Bam attached to Jokic, they could play drop, right? And Bam's right. played drop a good amount. And he, that keeps him around the rim for rebounding and keeps him on Jokic for the most part. The danger in that is it really puts a lot of pressure on 
the on-ball defender because then Jamal Murray is getting into that space in the mid-range where he's really good. He's really like, good, yeah. So that, you know, there's there's obviously there's no easy yeah, way. Yeah, I, I don't that. mind those two shooting threes on like a pick and yeah. pop, right? They're more, they're, you know, not that they're both, obviously Jokic is a very good shooter for a center and Murray's a pretty good three-point shooter, but um, they're more dangerous in other ways. But yeah, if they get in that mid-range, then uh, that becomes a challenge. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I think... I think they'll try to switch it at first, especially if it's Jimmy on or Caleb on Jamal Murray. I think that'll be a clear sign of like, okay, they want right. to switch this. If it's Gabe on Jamal Murray, it's like, okay, they're gonna play drop because yeah. that's not gonna obviously not gonna switch that. So, to me, that's like the number one thing I'm looking for tomorrow, you know, at the beginning of game one. Yeah, um, the image of Gabe. I just keep picturing Gabe trying to guard Nikola Jokic, Gabe, who's a very good defender, but yes, like, yeah, and he can guard up. He's he's strong. Yeah, but. Size, uh, yeah. He's a he's a small small fella and Jokic yeah. is a large fella. Yeah, that's um, for sure. Are, are, are we are we are we just at this point we're assuming Caleb starts right again? Like that, yeah, it has to right. He, he can't. You have to start. He's one of the hundred best players in the NBA. <laughs> he has to start. It's like yeah. Kevin Love is not starting. He lost his starting job. Yeah, I mean yeah. especially with I guess they play Gordon's their four right. Like Gordon's their four. Yeah, Marco that's kind of like a, that's Marco a pretty Porter good Jr. matchup for Caleb yeah. right. Two two super yeah. athletes. Um, not. You know, again, I think Love will play, especially yeah. in a seven-game series. Like everyone gets in. There'll be moments, point. right? Um, but yeah, it has it has to be Caleb. Yeah. On the other end, look, Denver's a really good offensive team, and they're they're a better defensive team than I think people give them credit for, and they've been a good defensive team in the playoffs. But I do think there are definitely areas that he could take advantage of. Yeah. Um, so we we've, we've spent a lot of time, and I think yeah. most people are thinking, how does this team guard Jokic? But uh, yeah, give give me your thoughts on the offense. Yeah, I mean, look, like they play the Bucks and the Celtics. Those are two teams that they really there are many weak spots on those yeah. defenses. Um, there are many guys to pick on. I think with Denver, we saw the Lakers do it. They're going to try to put Murray in, in. They're going to try to throw screens at Murray to get the switch on the Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I mean, LeBron did it relentlessly in one of those games. Like he just kept calling up Jamal Murray to defend, basically get him in the post and score on him, and it was really effective. I think Jimmy will try and do the same thing. The Nuggets obviously know that Jimmy will probably try to do that, right. so I'm sure they have a counter for that. But they're, you know, and Michael Porter Jr. has gotten better on defense, but, you know, he's thin. There, there are guys Jimmy can take advantage of, I think, um, in ISO situations um, against Denver. Uh, Aaron Gordon is a really good defender, um, so that the, that the goal will be to try to get him off of Jimmy as much as possible. Mm-hmm. As far as Bam, I do think Bam has a chance to have a really big series. Like, you got to make Jokic work, right? Jokic is going to play drop. It's going to give Bam that space. He might be able to get some four on three situations um, on those pick and roll actions with Bam. And then he can create like for another three point shooter in the corner, or he can hit that midi or he can attack. Like Bam has to be aggressive and really make Jokic work and maybe get him into foul trouble in a game or two. Um, So I I, I really, uh, I do think this, there is their opportunity for Jimmy and Bam to get going and have big games in this one. Yeah. Bam's obviously got to hit his shots, but I liked, I liked most of what he did. Just like obviously, I wish he made some shots, but like yeah. I like a lot of the way he played offensively in that Boston series, where, um, you know, I, I mean, I love when he does like the dribble handoff type stuff and and his his screen yeah. setting. That's been more more bigger part of their offense. Well, especially with Duncan back involved, yeah. right? Like they're so good at that, and um, you know, that's a way to get Jokic working, right? If Bam is yeah. setting three screens on him per possession, like Jokic isn't gonna get like flustered by that. He's like a big, strong, tough Serbian guy, but like that'll wear him down a little bit again, as much as you can wear him down. Um, 
Any the the altitude? Any any concern there? Or is this heat team just like so psychotic that like they're not even gonna realize that they can't breathe? They're crazy people. This yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I will say this: like the, the Nuggets. How are you feeling? Are you, are you winded? Yeah, I feel. I actually feel okay. I feel okay, <laughs> thankfully. I'm gonna do a Peloton, I'm gonna do a Peloton class after this in the hotel gym, so I'll, I'll tell go. you then. I might yeah. be out of breath really quickly. Um, but um, I don't know how much. I mean, obviously the, the altitude has a has an effect on guys. Mm-hmm. Plus the Nuggets are really really good. Um, but the the Nuggets had the best home record in the regular season. Yeah. They're undefeated in the playoffs at home. So probably both those factors play a role in that, right? The altitude. The Nuggets being really good. The Heat hasn't won in Denver since 2016. There's that. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how much L2 will have an effect, but it has been a tough place for almost every team to play. Yeah. And and also the Heat, who haven't won there in seven years. Is there any residue from the uh, Jokic-Morris death um, two years ago? You know, guys, different guys were asked about it today, and they kind of brush it off. I do I do believe that. I don't think that's just like them yeah. I mean, Morris isn't on the team, right? If Morris is still on the team, then... Yeah, and I think think guys respect Jokic, too. Like, I think Jimmy really respects Jokic. It's not like there's any bad blood there. I think in the moment, obviously, it was, you know, there were tempers flaring, but Mm. more than a year, almost two years later at this point, I don't think that's going to be much of a a storyline. What else do we have? Any other kind of last uh, offensive thoughts? I kind of jumped away from that, but... Uh, did you have any, anything else there? Yeah, I mean, when all else fails, just throw it to Caleb Martin and let him work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think besides the guys we talked about, besides the obvious guys, I do think Gabe Vincent, too, will also be important because they are they do play a lot of drop. And yeah. Gabe is kind of good in those mid midi situations and kind of snaking his way through the lane um, and cutting crosses yeah, on little, defense. How about that? He's got a little Chris Paul to him. Yeah, and he, it's funny because last summer he talked about that. He talked about wanting to get better in the mid range and studying yeah. Chris Paul. And we've seen it, like especially in the playoffs. They're built He's pretty similar really, too, right? Like yeah. strong, small, six foot, probably like on the dot, right. but strong. Um, yeah. So Caleb Martin, LeBron James, Gabe Vincent, Chris Paul. I mean, there's no no wonder this team is. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> and Jimmy um, and Mike Michael Jordan, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it's just uh, it's incredible. Um, Bam, I, I Jokic. I, I think this is going to be a really tough series for the Heat. Yeah, so that's we'll where I want to go. Like, I don't want to make you to do a prediction, um, but, like, part of me worries, like, I, I don't think it'll happen because I think this Heat team is, like, too tough. And even in that L.A. series where, like, they should have been done in four games that year, right, in the bubble, right. like, with all the injuries yeah. they had. Bam, hurt. Yeah. Still went to six. Like, they're not going to go out. I, I'd be shocked if they lose in fewer than six just because – of this team's DNA and Spo and Jimmy. And they're crazy. Everything. And they're great. Right. Yeah. Um, but like the Nuggets have like demolished their teams. I know. Yeah. Like, oh, they, I know that awesome. LA series, those games are close, but they swept LA. What they beat. Um, beat Phoenix and Phoenix six. And six they and beat they the Timberwolves in five. Five. Yeah. And honestly, like the LA series was the most competitive of those, even though it was a sweep, I thought like, yeah, yeah there were games. The Minnesota so- series was nothing. That the Phoenix took those two games, and for a second it looked like maybe that series was going to be competitive, and then Denver just wiped them off the face of the earth in games five and game six. Um, part of, like, the only thing that gives me pause about, and again, I, I don't think the Heat will, like, go out quickly because they're the Heat, and they have Jimmy Butler, right. and 
Caleb Martin and, Gabe, and Chris Paul. Um, but I do worry, like, is this is this Nuggets team just like a juggernaut hiding in plain sight? Yeah, I I I, I could see that, and I think it's going to be tough for the Heat. The Heat basically are going to have to continue shooting at a historically good rate to have a chance in the series. I think because I don't think they're going to be able to stop. I think they're going to be able to get good shots. Like that's, they, that's, that's the, the thing. thing. They, they should. They are. They should yeah. be able to get some good shots, and they should be able to score and have some big, big, you know, offensive nights. Um, but it's just, oh, man, there are so many ways the Nuggets can beat you offensively. And Jokic is just, he's, he's a, he's a machine. Like there's no answer for him. He's he the has best. an answer for everything. I mean, so whoever wins this series, I think we can say that guy's the best guy in the league, right? If it's Jimmy or or Jokic, like the best. The best player in the NBA crown, I think, is at stake in this. You series. think so? You think? I think if Jokic wins it, I think he would take that crown. Probably. I think he's. I'm not yeah. sure Jimmy would. I mean, it depends how the series goes, I guess. Yeah. But like, if Jimmy can will this team to a championship, yeah. it's very hard to say you'd rather have anyone else. It'd be the most improbable NBA champion ever. Well, yeah, not even just because they're an eight seed, but yeah, because of like the like Ross. I mean, like if they had won last year, I know they were a one seed. It still would have been kind of crazy. Like, but this, like, yeah. I think they would have. I think they're tied. If they win the championship, they'd be tied for the worst record for any champion with like some team from like I've, the fifties. Oh, not my Baltimore Washington Bullets. It might, it might be. It's not, I forget. They the went team. like forty-four and forty when they won. It. Yeah, it might, it might be that team. It might be that team. But there's one other team that would, they would be tied with, and they'd be the first one I think with a negative point differential to win a, t- a championship. Like. Yeah, it'd just be – it's already an amazing story. But if they if they do this, if Bullets we come back 44 week, and th- What was the Heat's record? 44 and 38. Yeah, that was the Bullets when so they beat Seattle Yeah, in 78. Um, Wes Unseld. They, who's, Kale, Kevin Love basically Wes Unseld. Yeah, there you go. Wes Unseld's on the team too. Um, his middle name is after Wes Unseld. Um, yeah, if they, if they pull this off, it would be – it would just be remarkable. It would just be remarkable. I don't, I, I'm already like – I think I should pick against the Heat in this series because I've picked against them pretty much in every series, and it's and it's worked out for them. So maybe they want me to pick out pick against them. So I'm gonna say Nuggets and six. All right, which means the Heat will win the title. I, I think Nuggets and six is one I like. I'm going to Vegas. I think I'm gonna bet because you can do like the bet on the specific yeah. like. I think I'm gonna bet Heat and five. Yeah. yeah, Heat five. You should. That's yeah, that's to do. Um. Any other? Uh, I'm not a gambling like I mean, sports yeah. is illegal in South in Florida. Um, but what? We'll, we'll, any any kind of like uh, give me give me a surprise like give me Caleb a for Finals MVP. I, that was, I was looking at the odds today, getting ready. Um, he was I think I think he was like second for the Heat guys. Like he was ahead of really? Bam. I'm like ahead oh. of Bam. Oh my God. Maybe Bam was the bet then. I think Bam could have a big series. I think Bam got a big series, especially because of his role against Jokic defensively and like. Yeah, I mean, if he, yeah, like he could be the if they win, he could get like the um, Don Draguadala Finals MVP, right? Where it's yeah. like he guarded the best guy, even if yeah. his numbers aren't like eye popping. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, should who we wrap the, up? Who has the, who, real quick, who has the better chance of winning the championship, the Panthers or the Heat? I Panthers. Think the Panthers. Right? Yeah, yeah. Should we wrap up with a Panthers minute? Yeah, go ahead. Oh wait, should we should we wrap up by saying um, it's pretty hilarious that two Miami teams beat ended the year at the Boston Garden in Game Seven. Oh my God, poor Boston. The Bill Simmons. But, I don't know who took that photo. Yeah, it's it's a shot of Bill it, was Simmons. Was it on? It must have been on TNT. I think it must have been. But that I is didn't unreal. see it live. But yeah, incredible. What an incredible still that is. <laughs> like you couldn't have like painted it any better than the actual image. It's just. 
Yeah, it, rough time for Boston. I, I, they, okay, Bam, I, Bam is ahead of Caleb, by the way. He had okay. plus 4,000. Caleb was plus 6,500. At 100 bucks, you got $6,500 if Caleb wins the MVP. And he could be the uh, he could be the Iguodala. Tyler Hero plus five plus fifty thousand. Oh my god! I don't is know why he's fourth? on the board. Is he fourth or who's fourth behind Caleb? Uh, Bam and Jimmy. For the Heat, uh, Jimmy, Bam, Caleb, uh, and then Struce, Hero, Gabe are all plus fifty thousand. Wow! If Struce wins Finals MVP, at this point, I don't I don't know anything about this team. It's just again just along for the ride. It's just been I think one of Probably the most surprising playoff run in South Florida sports history. I think yeah. more surprising the Panthers. I, I do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about '96 Pan. Like, I wasn't alive. I mean, I was alive, but I was four years old and didn't live down here. Um, that was pretty surprising, I, I yeah. guess. But but they, yeah. but they were like a fifth seed. I remember looking. They weren't like the eighth seed. That year. Yeah, and it's hockey. Like you just expect randomness right. more than hockey. Like this is only the second eight seed ever to make the NBA. Yeah. Finals. And, and I know they're not a true eight seed. They're like kind of a seven seed, but I don't think a seven seed has ever made the finals either. So yeah. So. There's not. Well, it wasn't when the Heat made it as a five seed. They were like the. That was the, like the lowest ever too. Yeah, I like think six very seed rare. Was like, yeah, I think six seed was like the Rockets did it with Akeem once. Yeah, I mean whatever seed, that Bullets but, team must have been a pretty low seed if they were four yeah. and thirty eight. But I don't think they. The thing is back then I don't think there were sixteen teams. Right, that's true. Teams. Yeah, I think there were uh um like eighteen playoffs or whatever. Yeah, it was so it's different. Yeah, um, yeah. Panthers minute. I, th- I think I got. I don't know. I kind of think they're gonna win. I, I kind of after game two of the it seems you know, the series, I was like, all right, they. I think they're gonna win it all. So. Um, yeah. My I mean, only concern is, is ten days off. Vegas had a very good record in the regular season, um, but like a lot of their like numbers were like the Panthers were better than them in the regular season, like in terms of like possession numbers, scoring chance numbers. Um, the Vegas does not have good special teams. Their power play and penalty kill are both pretty bad. Um, like, yes, they, I think they, they were tied for fourth in the league and like record in the regular season, but like most of their like profile, the way they profile in terms of like their talent and part of it is one of their best players missed like half the season. Um, but like their goaltender's hot, but he's not like a star. Their mm-hmm. special teams is not good. Um, their leading point scorer had like 66 points in the regular season. Um, so it's like they're, I don't know, like on, on paper, the Panthers are kind of better in the playoffs. Vegas's numbers are much better than the Panthers, but the Panthers have also played like an insanely difficult schedule, obviously. Um, so my only concern is 10 days off. Like, what does that mean for Bob? Yeah. Like that's, oh, that's... Just, it's just impossible to know. Yeah. That's what's hard uh, about picking an NBA. You know, NBA, we watch, look at all these matchups. NHL is just like, is the goalie going to be? Is the goalie still hot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one other question before we finish. Is Kachuk right now the best professional athlete down here? I mean, I just said Jimmy Butler might be the best player in the NBA. So um, it's those two, though. They're on a tier of their own. Um, Even out of Tyreek. Tyreek, yeah, I, I think. To uh, – and, me, and I know Sandy's a drop Sandy's off. having like Sandy. a shaky year. Luis Arias, yeah. Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler all of a sudden, right. But yeah, um, I think it is Jimmy and Kachuk. Well, here's my question. Is Matthew Kachuk – so Jimmy's obviously the most popular athlete in South Florida. Oh, Tua maybe, I guess. Um, Tua still, yeah. But is Kachuk – this is definitely the most popular Panther has ever been. Is he like 
He's getting up there. Yeah. We're, we're like, is he third, fourth on like the pot? Like Tua, Tyreek, Jimmy probably is the, the top. Is he more popular three. than Bam? I mean, I know Bam yeah. is kind of polarizing at this point, but. Yeah. Right. I, I think those are the clear top three, right? Tua, Tyreek, Jimmy. Yeah. Do you think? I don't think I'm forgetting anyone. I think I think Tua, Tyreek, Jimmy, and Kachuk. And then yeah, Kachuk is four, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you yeah, got probably you Bam, to... you got Bam, Jazz, right? Jazz is probably Sandy. pretty popular, especially with the kids. Sandy, yeah. um, Jalen Waddle probably. Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin. Yeah. Rising, jumping up the list. These the people love Rising them. Some Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Wilkins, right? Like there, there's a couple yeah. like Dol- like the Dolphins. It's hard to know because they're so much more popular than everyone else, right? right. So it's like, yeah, I guess just like those guys are all more recognizable than everyone else. But this yeah. this is the most popular Panthers players ever. Like his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. You probably didn't see it because they didn't show it on TV. But when they introduced him in the crowd, like at the Heat game last week, it was like it was. Bad Bunny sitting there. Yeah. Like <laughs> Do you like his elbow awesome. room shirt? That was awesome. That have you ever been awesome. to the elbow room? I've never been. I have not been. I, I look pretty been. close now though, because I'm up in uh, North Miami. So I know it's I know it's legendary. You should go. But that was great. That he, he but you got to get him some like uh like an 11 T-shirt for next time he goes or to a game. Or Flanagan's. Flanagan's, t-shirt. yeah. Yeah. Or Versailles T-shirt. How about that? There you go. That's I, I I don't think any Panthers live in Dade County. That's my my only problem with them. Why would why would they though? I know right? they why would they? So but, yeah. yeah, I think that's part of like not to get too deep. This is another podcast on its own, but I think that's part of the disconnect for a long time with the Panthers and like Miami is that there's kind they're of a they're like team. they're a Broward yeah they're a Broward team, but now since they're playing well, obviously like right Miami. I mean, like, I mean I've talked to like the president like you know they don't market yeah. to Miami that much yeah. because. Who's driving up from downtown Miami with Panther season? Like, yeah, you'll go to a game once or twice a year or whatever, but like no one's buying season tickets from South Miami. And it's not like hockey's a big sport down Miami here. It's it's like if if the football team was in in West Palm, they would still market to Miami because Miami's a football city. Like it's not like that with hockey. So Yeah. All right. Um, this was fun. We'll do this again next week, I guess. So when is what's our schedule? We got Game one they, Thursday. They play Panthers game Wednesday. one Saturday. They play Wednesday. I'll be back. You guys play. The Panthers play Wednesday. The Panthers play Wednesday. They do? No. No, they don't. They play okay. uh, Thursday. No. What day did he play? They, I should have they play Wednesday. They, game three is Wednesday. Okay. At home. So we'll record. I'll be home by then. I fly back Tuesday. Panthers don't play till Thursday. They get two days off on the travel day. So, so um, we'll record that night or the next yeah. morning. Yeah, we got 14, potentially 14 games in 14 nights, all on different nights uh, in the first 19 days of June, if both these series go seven. So we're going to need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> you can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. Uh, you can, he'll, he's in Denver. He'll be there all weekend. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DBWilson2. I will be in Vegas. Uh, everyone uh, DM me if you have a, a bet you want me to place. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll I'll carry it out because I'll, I'll be watching game four or game two. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it from a sports book. That's cool. Um, going to watch all these people freak out about uh, the Gabe Vincent over under um, the, the Caleb Martin finals MVP bets. Um, it should be fun. Should, I'm looking forward to it. You should really put in the Caleb Martin MVP bet. You should right, I'll, I'll put it in. I'm not going to get there in time for game one, though. You're not, but okay. the Panthers are getting in tomorrow. They fly 
Thursday, so I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to someone with the team and tell them I'll, I'll put them back. Although hey. they, may, they might get in trouble for that, I guess. Yeah, so maybe, maybe not. Let's not, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>